All right, guys. Our next guest is scheduled to take on Uriah Hall next week at UFC 258, but was forced to withdraw due to testing positive for COVID-19. Looks like the fight has now been rebooked for UFC 261 in April. The former UFC champion himself, Chris Weidman. Welcome back to Submission Radio. How are you, Chris? I'm good. How are you? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Good, good. So, Chris, let's get into it because, yeah, we saw it was reported by Ariel four days ago that you tested positive for COVID. And then I saw on social you mentioned that you'd back in training. So how bad did it get? And sort of take us through that. Uh, first couple of days definitely sucked pretty bad. Um, I, you know, had a fever and um, I'll just say about 10 people I know had, had it around the same exact time. And I probably had the worst which is weird, and, and and because I don't want to tell people's medical history, so I got to be careful who I can't name anybody. But yeah, um, but uh, yeah, people way older than me, more out of shape, you know, had had it a little bit better than me for whatever reason. I, I don't know, but um, yeah. So for about two days, I had a, a fever, body aches, uh, bad headache, and it just kind of um, kind of sucked. And um, and then after that, I just kind of felt tired. I would get these headaches randomly. Um, but yeah, so I, I had to take about two weeks off of training. And uh, now I feel now I feel good. I'm you know getting back in shape. But I guess taking two weeks off of training, even if I came back with no lingering effects, it's just uh, not the best timing for the fight. Um, so I didn't expect to get a fight, my fight pushed back till April. Um, I expected maybe a couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, hopefully it's a huge pay-per-view and a big opportunity, a big platform to be able to showcase my skills and, and make a big statement. For sure. Just out of curiosity, Chris, when, when did this happen? I know Ariel reported it, uh, I think, a few days ago, I think four days ago. Um, but when did you actually have the, the COVID and do the testing and stuff? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I tried. I thought I was going to be able to fight, um, and then it wasn't. It really wasn't an option. I was going to ask you. I know that you said like around ten people had it. Was uh, I know you're a big family man? Did your family have it as well? I know you got kids. You got a missus. Did the family have it as well, or did you manage to sort of isolate yourself somehow? Yeah, yeah. No, I was isolated. I quarantined, but they ended up getting it too. Uh, well, I don't. I don't know. We didn't get my kids tested, but my wife ends up. She has the antibodies. Very long-term and short-term antibodies so she had um but she had like a little bit of a headache and then went to sleep and was fine it, um so she you know she she was kind of taking care of me i, I also lost 12 pounds i was you know making she she had all tons of vitamins for me and um you know i was eating like soups and stuff my appetite wasn't really great and um I ended up losing 12 pounds throughout the process, wow. which I was like, wow, my weight cut's not going to be as bad. I am really got my weight low. Um, so you're fighting at welterweight now? I think I'm going down to welterweight. <laughs> Thanks to Corona. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm good now, but it just um, it definitely took a, a little bit of an effect on me. And uh, there's just so many question marks with like lingering effects, you know, so I had that, you know, I went on antibiotics and I took a, uh, you know, the Medril pack and, you know, I, I wanted to make sure I didn't have any long-term lung issues. That was like, you know, one of the scary things that I've heard a couple of times. And, 
what I was being told by doctors is do not work out while you have it, even if you start feeling good because your body's still fighting it. And, and I was told that's kind of why people are getting these lingering effects is they're kind of pushing a little bit too early. Mm. Uh, because I know a few people now, even, you know, some of the athletes um, who are still coughing and still having a little, still having lung issues up to a year ago. Some, some guys who I know had it a year ago. Well, one person I know had a last January um, who still has lung issues, very young and athletic and, you know, healthy person, but trained through it, you know, just kept training and, uh, and now still has, still has some lung issues. And I know another person who is coughing and stuff and had it like a couple months ago, another athlete. So uh, I think for me, what made me get, I feel like I feel good and I don't have feel like I have lingering effects because I, you know, really rested and made sure to do the right things. And uh, just quickly checking as well. So you've tested negative now. You've, you've done some tests and it's all going out of your system. When did that happen? No, I didn't, I, I, I didn't test negative yet. Okay. So back at but training, I, you, you mean you're just sort of training in your house and just kind of trying to do your own thing for the time being? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, what the, you're the, told, smile, you're, the smile was like I'm really no, at the gym but I'm no, not going to say it to you no, the, the wall falls down behind you and Ray Longo is standing there at the gym no. <laughs> first of all you can test up to three months after having it so that's why the NFL once you get tested positive they don't test you again up until three months later so there's no point in me really testing myself again right now because there's a possibility that I'll test positive what I do know is though the second you have symptoms it, about two weeks after that, two weeks past that first symptom is when you are now no longer contagious and whatever. And that doesn't mean that you can't test positive. Mm-hmm. I got to ask, man. So with this fight being uh, moved and rebooked, how do you feel about? Uh, I guess the training camp's gonna kind of gonna drag out, right? Like I know you had the two week break, but it's gonna feel for you like you had a, a pretty massive training camp fighting all the way up in, uh, in April. And also now looks like you're gonna be fighting in Singapore. How do you feel about that? I think it's good. You know, I get a little bit more time to, to get in better shape. Um, you know, my last fight, I felt like I was a little tired in that fight. Um, and I want to make sure I'm in um, really unbelievable shape for this fight. Um, and so it gives me more time to focus on really getting my body um, where it needs to be. And so I think it's a blessing in disguise. I remember you were telling us how no one really wanted to match up with you. Now you've got your eye a hole. Um, how do you feel about uh, sort of doing this rematch with him and also uh, sort of the way that he's handled this fight being moved? Uh, he seems pretty cool about it. Well, yeah, I'm happy that the UFC was able to keep the fight together because I really do like this matchup. I, I do like the rematch. Um, and so for him, I'm sure he had a say. But if he was like, I need to fight, you know, maybe they would have given him somebody else. Uh, so for the fact that he was able to be cool and understand the situation and let them postpone it even as far as they did, which I thought was at, at first um, crazy. But now, I'm like, you know, it, may, it makes sense. It's supposedly going to be a big pay-per-view out in Singapore. So it's probably trying to get as many big names on that card as possible to make sure it stays strong, especially with everybody falling out with Corona and different injuries. You know, you know, you never know, um, especially now. So, um, yeah, I, I really appreciate Uriah being cool and being able to, you know, staying with me as a dance partner for this because I think it's a big fight for him and also for me too.
Mm. Uh, what what is it about this fight that excites you so much? Obviously, you guys have fought previously, but this is a long way down the road now. You know, I don't know. We, you know, we kind of grew up around each other in New York, and uh, our cross paths, our, our paths have crossed many times. And I just feel like it was a long time coming. You know, we had that first fight. It was it was really uh, for a local scene. It was a huge fight. There was a lot of um, talk before the fight who was going to win and you know everyone who was on his side thought he was unbeatable everybody on my side thought i was unbeatable and um the way that the way the fight ended up um playing out was not really what most people would have expected at that time they thought i was gonna have to take him down and submit him and they thought he was gonna be able to you know have to try to keep it standing and knock me out and i ended up knocking him out on the feet basically the same left hook i hit anderson silver with um, so I know he has a lot of, I know that fight actually was his first loss. You know, your first loss is something that you, you, you it's hard to get over. Um, so I know he wants that back and I just don't want to give it to him. There's a lot of hype behind Uriah right now from up, uh, three wins. Um, I just think it's, I think it's a perfect matchup for us. Mm. Love to get your thoughts on the incentive as well. But before I do, I'm just wondering, what do you think of the career trajectory you guys have had since that fight? You know, you went on, you became champion and sort of a household name. Uriah kind of struggled a little bit. He really had that big moment at the Ultimate Fighter, but he's had sort of ups and downs. And it kind of feels like this is the best run that he's had in his career. This is where he's sort of found himself the most. What have you thought about his sort of run and where he's at now? Uh, yeah, he's definitely had his struggles. You know, this sport is a, it's a tough sport and it's... You know, it's hard to win them all, and you know you're growing as a person, you know, as a human being throughout this whole process. And he he, he got into it around the same time I did, and just you know a lot a lot goes into this. And but for him to be able to still be in the UFC, be in the you know top ten of the division after all these years, it just is a testament to how talented he is, and obviously the work he's put in. Um, you know, he hasn't been able to accomplish his goal of becoming a UFC champion. Uh, but he's definitely had a, a great career with some great knockouts and has accomplished a lot of things that people probably would wish they would be able to accomplish and never will. Fighter-wise, in terms of like a challenge, because you, you knocked him out in the first round, I believe it was around the three-minute mark. Uh, how different of a fighter and a challenge do you think he is now compared to, uh, I think it was around 11 years ago? Well, I'm sure he's going to be more relaxed in there. You know, I know he's going to be more relaxed than he was back then. Uh, both of us will be. Uh, with all the experience we have and he you know he, he he really is you know the most dangerous on the feet still just like he was back then um, but I'm sure he's got way better with jiu-jitsu and wrestling and um, you know he's watched my fights you know I have way more things out there now that he could draw from um, uh, as well as you know me being able to draw off off of his fights <clears throat> and um so it's going to be a, definitely a different fight but i do plan on going out there and trying to finish him again and first round sounds good to me <laughs> yeah speaking of his previous fights what did you think of his last win over anderson silva yeah you know anderson is older he was just kind of like i guess his retirement fight um but that was a big win for you, Ryan. To get a win over Anderson Silva, even at this age, is, uh, is a big deal. Because, honestly, Anderson Silva looked good in that fight. And 
I know the UFC was kind of pushing Anderson Silva out and, and, and saying that he should retire, but Anderson Silva did not look bad in that fight at all, mm. in my opinion. And, you know, you know, he won a round. <clears throat> I got to rewatch it back again. I honestly only watched it that one time when it happened live. Um, but it seemed like Uriah Hall really stuck to the basics and, you know, the, his fundamental striking and tried to stay super calm. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't desperate out there. And I think it, it, uh, it was a great win. You know, to be able to finish Anderson was, is, is not easy to do. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that Anderson looked pretty good out there. I think a lot of people thought, yeah, this guy still, you know, got something to give that octagon. Were you surprised that that was the fight that the UFC decided would be his last of the company? I just think a lot of it ends up becoming like business-wise. You know, um, I think Anderson Silva was at the point where he's making a lot of money. And it was he, is, you know, where did the UFC think his career was, was heading? Uh, and if it was worth continuing to pay him the money that they're paying him. I'm, I'm going to say it's more that than anything. I don't think it's because he looks so bad and we want to save him health-wise um, because he's just making his, his he, he's just kind of putting a, a, a um, he's hurting his, his legacy. I don't think it's that. I think it was more a business decision that the UFC decided to get rid of, uh, you know, let him go. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, just quickly, speaking of business decisions, don't make an egregious error this Valentine's Day by not shaving your balls and leaving them looking like a forest. Shave them with the Lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped, the best grooming tool in the world. 7,000 RPMs of pure power, LED light waterproof, and a juicy discount for all our friends. Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right, Cash. Just because it's winter in the States doesn't mean it has to be winter in your pants. Get everything sorted downstairs with Manscaped. They have all sorts of products, underwear, deodorants, body washes, things to make your feet smell nice before you get into training. Make sure to go to manscaped.com and use the code word submission. Get 20% off and free shipping. What a deal. Do it today. What a deal. Um, but just going back to this rematch, Chris, it's interesting. We saw Conor McGregor uh, last week losing to Dustin Poirier in a rematch where he won really quickly and dominantly the first time around. Um, how much pressure would you say there is on your part uh, because you've already beaten Uriah and the fact that you want to do it, you know, uh, in arguably the same, if not better fashion, how much pressure would you say there is in that sense? Oh, yeah. There's tons of pressure on me, but that's that's... Look at look at everybody I've ever fought in the UFC. I mean, it's always the top the top guys who are going to obviously, you know, create pressure for me. Um, but that's 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 what I'm in this sport for. You know, I, I like to make make myself uncomfortable and grow from it. And um, I'm not going to run away from a challenge. And I think it's a it's a good challenge. Your eyes kind of at this point in his career where a lot of people think he's getting close to you know becoming a contender and also yourself you're in a spot where a lot of people want to see you have another shot at the belt what do you think is on the line here with this fight for you uh, i mean a lot a lot a, a big win a huge statement on a pay-per-view uh dominating finish um definitely puts me back up in the mix whether it's uh you know a one two three fights until i'm fighting for the title um, it definitely puts me back up into the mix. You know, I think my win over Akhmedov at the time, he was more unknown, but he was on a six-fight um, winning streak. And then I beat him. But I didn't really get too much acknowledgement out of that. Um, but he just did have another good finish, first or second round finish 
over a tough guy, I think help make my win look even better. Um, and to, to go out there and, you know, be able to finish in, uh, Uriah Hole, <clears throat> I think puts me right back in the mix, um, especially with my resume already. So I'm excited, man. I really want to finish my career on a, on a high note. I want to finish it with that belt in my hands and be able to walk, walk away. Um, and I know I have the potential to do it. And I just gotta, I just gotta stay active and, and keep working hard and sky's the limit. 100%. Um, <clears throat> I know also you moved to South Carolina near, uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson recently, <laughs> which is funny. Cause you're like, for lack of a term, the most New Yorkest guy on the roster, <laughs> except maybe Ally Quinta. And now here you are in South Carolina. What made you want to do that? Um, and where, where exactly are you training now? Um, yeah, so it, was, it wasn't like a um, professional decision to head out here. It was more of a family decision. My sister lives uh, in South Carolina, and she has two babies now. And my parents were talking about moving out and leaving Long Island. And so my kids were still young, and so my wife, you know, started just kind of getting on it, looking at houses and finding different areas that she felt like we would be most comfortable at in. And uh, here I am. I don't even know how it happened, but I'm in South Carolina <laughs> and it ended up working out like training wise. You know, I was flying back and forth to New York for a little bit, um, which is great. You know, I still have my gym out there with Ray and Matt Sarah. <clears throat> oh, my gym is with, let me just get that right. My gym is with Ray, but I was out there with Matt Sarah as well, my coaches and, uh, you know, training with some guys, but I also have some great training partners out here as well. Um, at the gym called, it's called Jim O. Um, they have a few UFC fighters that train out of there and a bunch of good middleweights. Um, so, even, you know, Long Island, I've had some great coaches and, and training partners, but really is not too many big guys around. Mm -hmm. now. And so out here, I actually have way more uh, looks. And then you throw Wonder Boy in there as well, especially when it, it pertains to this fight. It just uh, really works out well. Mm. What's the one thing about South Carolina that took you the longest to get used to? I don't know. I still, I'm still, uh, I have a hard time even thinking that I live in South Carolina. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm with my family, you know, it's just, I guess, you know, your home is where your heart is. I mean, are you going to get the twang? Are you say, get accents? That, Switch out accents, you think, in a couple I, of years? I, 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 I can pull up <laughs> I can pull it off already. I've been, I've been imitating Wonder Boy and my brother-in-law for years. So I got that down. I got that down already. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, by the way, in in your corner, so I guess it won't, will Longo still be in your corner or will it be oh, yeah. the Jim O coaches? No, 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 yeah, Longo. Longo's my coach for sure. Um, you know, I probably met Matt, Ray, and, you know, I got to figure out, like, you know, Corona is a little different because you need workout partners. So I got to just kind of figure out my workout partners because they, those are the only guys you're going to be able to train with when you head out to an event. Um... Uh, so I actually don't know my corner yet, uh, but you know, my New York guys will be there mm -hmm. as long as they can. I know I talked to Lago. I know he's not too happy about Singapore. <laughs> like, I mean, Why is that? Unbelievable. I'm, I'm sick to my stomach. I got. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> that, that was my last. That was my last conversation with him when I told him that they're booking me to fight in Singapore. Oh, uh, good chat. <laughs> and Chris, before we before we wrap up, do we just want to quickly get your thoughts on the rest of the division as well? Because there's a couple of big upcoming fights. You got Darren Till taking on your good friend Marvin Vittori. 
Um, <laughs> just quickly, how do you think that one plays out? And after also getting a big win and jumping up the rankings, were you impressed by Marvin Vittori? Yeah, Marvin, Marvin's definitely a good, a good fighter, um, but I... Yeah, I'm not gonna bash him too much right now, but I don't know. He's not, you know, he's not on my level. That's for sure. Um, tough, tough kid. You know, he got a great win over Hermanson. Um, so all credit to him on that. Um, but he wasn't able to beat Akhmedov, who who I who I just beat in my last fight. There's some, you know, depends on the matchup. He's, he, I can see some some guys having trouble with him depending on the matchup. Do you think Darren Till? Is able to uh, beat him, or do you think he can get another W to he- over Darren Till here? Um, that's an interesting one. I think um, it, I think Darren Till, I think Darren Till could win that. I don't know. It's like uh, it's like the. the, the I'm ahead. not going to make a prediction on that. I got to think about that one more. But that's all right. Vitor's a southpaw too, right? I know Till's a southpaw. Um. Should be a good one. I'm excited to see that. I'd like to fight the winner of that. I wouldn't mind that. Oh, that'd be awesome. They're fighting for like the Europe's best middleweight, and then in comes you, the all-American American. Yeah, love Central it. America drops down. <laughs> South Carolina's best. Sorry, sorry, Europe. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> and then also you've got uh, the UFC trying to make uh, Paulo Costa versus Robert Whitaker, which I don't think is finalized, despite the reports. Um, what do you think about that matchup um, and how you see that one playing out? I, I think that's a good matchup for Whitaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Polo Costa is big, freaking monster, juice head, probably. Um, <laughs> uh, has he failed for steroids? I've seen some before, like you know, old pictures of him, and then now, and it's just like crazy. He has not. It was just an IV thing, but that's it. Oh, okay. All right. So I don't want to crush him. But yeah, <laughs> he's definitely a jack dude. Definitely stiff and. Gets tired. Uh, I mean, Adesanya really just exposed him and picked him apart. That was a beautiful performance by him. Um, yeah, I think Whitaker wins that fight, though. I just think because his movement, he's got great movement in and out. And Robert Whitaker's also a guy that a lot of people have wondered what a matchup would look like with you. Because, you know, he was champion, you were champion, and your parts never really properly crossed. Is he sort of a guy you'd be excited to take on? Um, before you get this title or maybe on the way to the title on this run of yours? I like Whitaker too much. If we had to, we ha- we'd have to. But mm. obviously, I, I just got, I got a lot of respect for that guy as a human being. Mm. I, he so. definitely falls into that category. And then lastly, Chris, of course, you and Uriah Hall. Uh, a massive marquee matchup. I know you mentioned that it was a big one for the local scene back in the day, but I feel like it's still a big one. I'm really looking forward to this one at UFC 2, uh, 261. Um, how do you see that one playing out? I know you mentioned before you see it being potentially pretty quick again. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. I got to say, I'm a freaking beast right now. I'm a, I'm, an, I'm a different animal right now. Um, I feel good, minus the corona. Um, <laughs> I, I really am fully engaged and motivated uh, to go out there and make a statement. And I'm going to be very hard to beat, you know. So I'm coming at him. And I could see me finishing him in the first round again. I could also see me breaking his his will. And it might head to the second or third round, but I'm going to finish him. Mm. Do you know if there's going to be fans in attendance at this one in uh, in Singapore? 
I don't know. I don't know anything about it. All I know is that Singapore is really, uh, really nice, uh, apparently, and pretty strict on uh, different things. And, uh, but that's all. That's I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look at the time difference yet. I honestly just signed a battle agreement yesterday. I didn't even know if I was going to be fighting there. Wow. Uh, when they mentioned Singapore to me in, in April, I thought they were I thought they were like negotiating with me. I was like, wait, do they want? What are they doing? What do you mean? I wanted to fight a little earlier than that. Why are they April twenty fourth in Singapore? That's crazy. Hmm. Uh, but no, it's real, and I'm excited about it now. I got to just figure out. Yeah, I got to figure out the time difference and how far uh, before the fight I want to get out there. Um, uh, yeah, and to convince Ray Longo as well. Yeah, Longo's gonna be interesting. On uh, at one point, I heard that the longest flight in the world was from uh, a direct flight from New York. Well, the longest direct flight was a direct flight from New York to Singapore. Oof. So Longo on a plane for that long, and it's not gonna be direct. There's gonna be layovers. It's he, he's gonna need some time to adjust for sure over there. So we're going to have to get there a little early. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, with Embedded, that, that should just be the Embedded. Just do the whole trip of Longo flying and just break it up oh. into six parts. <laughs> Who cares about everything else? That would be the highest rated Embedded. And if they don't do it, Chris, it's time for you to get a Stephen, Thompson, <laughs> Stephen Thompson's YouTube guy. Take him with you and just create a yeah. show yourself. Right? Longo yeah. takes on. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I agree. I'm starting a YouTube channel on Longo sleeping. <laughs> Longo watch guys make yeah. sure to check out Chris take on your eye hole at UFC 261 on April 24th that's 25th here in Australia New Zealand in Singapore and of course check out Chris on social media at Chris Wyman Chris we hope you feel better recover quickly and we can't wait to see this fight really appreciate you joining us thank you I appreciate you guys having me on